Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Well, my first guest is a secondary school student in Manskill Gorman, Gronya Ni Aline. Gronya was recently announced as the winner of the regional final of the Rotary Youth Leadership Development Competition and is undoubtedly one of Wexford's great young leaders. Gronya, we've just heard a powerful message about International Women's Day 2022, but what did this mean to you? Good morning, Carol. Thanks for having me. Well, the poem, I think, is a wonderful piece and it's, it displays and it shows us kind of all the issues that women face in all different areas and aspects of life. You can fully understand and grasp the message and the issues that we have with bias and discrimination and stereotyping in our society. Some of the lines in the poem really tug on your heartstrings and it makes you really kind of delve into your own behaviour and your own thoughts and think, okay, well, am I contributing to this or is there is there anything I could do to help this? And Gronia, what points specifically within the poem resonated with yourself? She was discussing how bias comes from within ourselves and it's the kind of the block that is our brains and how it comes out of our mouths and how it's our own thoughts was very interesting because it really then makes you think about how simple and how easy it is to be biased or to have these notions and these thoughts that aren't necessarily equal or they aren't fair and that they do have you could be stereo we could be stereotyping or you could be discriminating and you wouldn't even be conscious of it. It was very descriptive and it was very thought provoking. As a young woman growing up in Wexford, do you see bias in the community facing you and your peers? Well, I definitely see a lack of female representation and I see a lack of female leadership in Wexford sometimes when I when I look around and especially when I was growing up um, I would have been very interested in sport for example and I wouldn't have seen many female uh, role models and female leaders in sport um, when I was younger you would always be looking kind of towards you know the men's sport and all that and that is that is perfectly okay but then when you roll you kind of start thinking well where were the girls like me and where you know where are the girls teams that I can play on so it's it's more the lack of representation and the lack of female role models for young girls seems to be the issue. And in your opinion, what needs to be done from a practical perspective to address this? I think we need to encourage young girls into activism and into politics and encourage them into these different areas of life that are at the moment underdeveloped and underrepresented. Um, We need to show them pathways and we need to show them that they can be whatever they like to be. We have been hearing in media reports recently about female politicians getting a disproportionate amount of abuse of all sorts across social media. Is that a major problem that will hold people back from entering the world of politics as females? I do think so. I think these days social media is so accessible and it's so easy to log on to your social media accounts and see all this hate and all this awful discrimination and things like that. Um, it's just so easy to come across this and it's very disheartening because a lot of the times you could see a female leader and she will be discriminated against or hated on for something that she can't control or just a feminine trait that she may have. She would be receiving abuse for things that men wouldn't be receiving abuse on. You know, that they would be directing their anger towards her personally and not her political views or her activism and her choices. Is this bias caused by judgmentalism or is it something that's even deeper rooted in her psyche? I think it's 
all is society and I think it's from a young age we are programmed to have these thoughts and there are different things you know when, when you're younger it's you know your, your mechanics are your, your the men and then your teachers and your nurses will be women and you know that pink is for girls and blue is for boys and I think that comes in at such a young age that it's just programmed into our system you know and when we are older we have these thoughts because the roots of our thoughts have already been ingrained in us from such an early age so it's difficult to deprogram and to kind of forget these ways when they've been with you for so long. What long-term effects then does that have on society in general? I think when you start getting older and you start developing an interest in for example politics and the news and you see the people above you making decisions and things like that it allows you to kind of pick at something or you mightn't take something seriously from somebody who's trying to make a point because of your judgment and your your pre the thoughts that you have already about them and for example I understand in sport the female pundits are come on under a, an awful lot of pressure and they have to be um, extremely prepared when they go on air because one little mistake and they are subjected to horrendous amounts of online abuse and you know they have to deal with a lot more than their male pundits in in regards to that and Grania what role do young men have to play in bridging the existing equality gap I think it starts from the kind of the friend groups and their friends and talk and I think it's called kind of locker room talk and it starts with the stop kind of stopping that talk or becoming aware and analysing and knowing that someone is saying something that's not right and it's horrific and you need to be able to tell them to stop and be like no that's not okay so I think it's very much is what men can do with other men and how they can stop this kind of behaviour at a young age that they can then when they grow older they will have more of an understanding and they can analyse these thoughts and understand why they have these thoughts and they can put a stop to them now, you recently won the regional final of the Rotary Youth Leadership Development Competition. How have you demonstrated leadership in your own life to date? And are there any accomplishments which you're particularly proud of? Well, when I was in transition year in my school, I was the president of the St. Vincent de Paul Committee. And we had a Christmas wonderland and we raised money for the St. Vincent de Paul and then a Scorsi, and it was a really good experience, and it was such a lovely learning curve, you know, learning how to organise these events and how to help people in need. I would say I have a, I've, um, my achievements kind of vary. I would have a lot of, I would have experience in sports, and I would have experience in school, of course, and lots of different environments, so I wouldn't be able to pick out a certain achievement that I'm proudest of, apart from, of course, winning the Rotary Youth Leadership Development Competition. And what characteristics make a good leader, in your opinion? In my opinion, a good leader needs empathy. And I think a leader needs to be able to look at situations and see people for who they are and not just the statistics and figures. And a leader needs to be somebody who can unite people, who can bring everyone from lots of different backgrounds and areas all together and they can work together and work towards something good. Leaders need to also be able to hold their ground. They need to be able to stand by what they think is right. You know, they need to be able to communicate with everybody, treat everybody fairly and with respect and with kindness. So is there any particular individual standing out in that regard for yourself? Well, of course, with COVID-19 being so kind of topical and so prominent in our lives the last few years, I would also I would have a look at Jacinda Ireland, the president of New Zealand, you know, and how she dealt with 
coronavirus center for zero COVID strategy. And in regards to coronavirus, you know, the, the female presidents, the death rate of COVID-19 in their country seem to be a lot me- less in comparison to the death rates of people in the countries with male presidents, which is an interesting factor. Because um, if you flip it then, you look at the economic effects in the female-led countries, the economy suffered far worse than the economy in the uh, male-led countries. So it's a very interesting issue. So, but I have to say, Jacinda Arden and uh, how she dealt with COVID in New Zealand. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Gráinne Ní Allin, winner of the Rotary Youth Leadership Development Competition, and Gráinne certainly has a bright future ahead of her. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Southeast.